0: Hello and welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. I'm Jeff White. This is edition NWS 699 for release on Sunday, July 17, 2022. On Wayscan today, the radio scene during the 1937 flood in the state of Ohio, our Bangladesh DX report, and other shortwave news from around the world. 1937 water flooding in the city of Cincinnati, Ohio, is described as the worst natural disaster ever in the lengthy 175-year history of the city. On January 5, 1937, water levels along the Ohio River began to rise, and local populations were becoming alarmed. Five days later, numerous flood warnings were issued, and three days later again, one foot of stormy rain fell. Ray Robinson tells us what happened.
1: Thanks, Jeff. On January the 18th, 1937, numerous houses were flooded as the Ohio River began to crest above its already high flood levels. In addition, a million gallons of gasoline poured into the valley from ruptured storage tanks and caught fire, a fire on top of the floodwaters one square mile wide. In all, a total of 12 square miles of Cincinnati was covered in that disastrous 1937 flood. The bridges were too low, forcing the rescue boats to speed across flooded fields. The Crossley Sports Ground was flooded 15 feet deep. On January 23, 1937, Evansville in Indiana declared martial law, with the water at a record 54 feet, and that's 19 feet above flood level. Local citizens described the sound of the flooding waters as equal to the sound of the huge Niagara waterfalls between the United States and Canada. 97% of the town of Jeffersonville was underwater, and several small towns nearby never recovered. They lie abandoned to this day. Harrisburg in Illinois, 30 miles from the river, lay underwater and at Paducah in Kentucky, swiftly flowing sheets of ice sped down the river on the surface of the floodwaters. In fact, the Cache River at the Great Lakes in Illinois began to flow backwards. The massive flooding along the Ohio River Valley spread from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to Cairo, Illinois, a distance of 600 miles. The total damage throughout the widespread area was estimated at uncounted billions of dollars, with some 385 flood-related deaths. As would be expected in a massive disaster of this nature, the local radio stations rose to the occasion. They suspended all advertising as they concentrated on the broadcast of emergency information. Radio station WLW in Cincinnati with its fifty kilowatts on seven hundred kilohertz quickly took up the challenge and they were on the air locally until the mile-wide fire burning on top of the floodwaters destroyed the program link to their transmitter. They then returned to their old and damaged studio facility which was quickly reactivated for the occasion. Station WHAS in Louisville, Kentucky, with its 50 kilowatts on 820 kilohertz, also quickly took to the air with emergency programming. And when the suddenly rising floodwaters cut the program link to their transmitter, the programming was transferred by landline and rebroadcast by WSM in Nashville, Tennessee. At the time, WSM was on the air with 50 kilowatts on 650 kilohertz. It should also be stated that many other medium wave broadcasting stations throughout the hard-hit areas performed in a similar style, by rebroadcasting emergency information from one station to another. On January the 18th, 1937, for example, station WSAZ in Huntington, West Virginia, with its one kilowatt on 1190kHz, began the broadcast of hourly emergency messages from its studios and offices in the Keith Albee Theatre building, and their location became the regional headquarters for local emergency communications. Around the 5th of February 1937, about one month into the tragedy, the waters in the Ohio River began to subside, and slowly the local populations began to seek out what was left. The radio stations began to return to normal programming, and life returned to an altered state, never quite to what it was before. Back to you, Jeff.
0: Thank you very much, Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles. Well, some shortwave meetings are beginning to occur again in person this year, but others uh, are not. The European DX Council 2022 conference scheduled for Bucharest, Romania was cancelled. Yeah, it was in May. Chrissy Brand and Christian Gibaldo uh, reported that uh, regretfully we needed to take the decision to cancel the EDXC conference scheduled for May in Bucharest. With just a few weeks to go, there were not enough delegates signed up to make it viable to hold a conference. This is perhaps understandable with people concerned about travel due to COVID-19, plus the war in neighboring Ukraine. We will arrange another Zoom meeting for EDXC members, they say, and the wider DX community, with speakers in a few months' time. Also from the EDXC, a little bit of news here. This is uh, from Anker Peterson, the co-founder of the EDXC. He published the latest trends in shortwave bands broadcasting and the domestic broadcasting survey. He's done it uh, every year for years now. Anker writes, since the Danish Shortwave Club International published the first annual tropical band survey in 1973, I have registered which stations are active based upon loggings from our members and other DXers around the world. Here is an updated status outside Europe and North America where clandestine and pirate stations are not included. Both of those documents are available at the Danish Shortwave Club International website, which is www.dswci.org. That's www.dswci.org. Dot O-R-G. And Anker also writes Dear DX friends, it is with great sorrow that I inform you that on Good Friday, my very good friend through seventy years, Kai Bredal Jorgensen, passed away quietly in his home, eighty one years old. Two days before, he was healthy and had a four kilometer long walk. Kai was an active DXer all his life. He joined the Danish Shortwave Club International in 1958 as member number 93. Later, as member of the DSWCI board, he became editor two times of the monthly club bulletin, Shortwave News, for a total period of 38 and a half years. In June 1967, he chaired the EDXC Foundation meeting at uh, Anker's home, with DXers from six European countries. He later participated with his wife Elsa in most of the annual EDXC conferences. In 1967, he also was one of the producers of the weekly program DX Window from Radio Denmark shortwave for more than two years. May he rest in peace, says Anker Peterson, former chairman of the DSWCI. And I can remember meeting Kai Bredal-Yorkenson at a few of those EDXC meetings over the years. Now, I'm from China. And by the way, all these uh, items of DX News Now have come from the Asian DX Review, which was sent to us by uh, Jose Jacob in India. This item from China, CNR, has ended transmissions of three stations. China National Radio and Television Administration announced that they would end the broadcasting of three radio stations in the first fiscal quarter of 2022. The first station to be closed was CRI Beijing 3, the foreign language lesson station in Beijing, on 1008 kHz AM, 1008. The second station was Taiyan Travel Radio Station, in Tian, Shandong Province, on 90.1 MHz FM. And the third station to be closed was Jincheng Rural Radio Station, in Jincheng Shanxi Province, on 106.3 MHz FM. One DXer reports that uh, Beijing 1008 kHz is still on the air, but it is now relaying Easy FM, uh, China Radio International's English-language pop music service with no foreign language lessons. FM。And that item about China national radio stations closing came from Takehito Akabayashi in Tokyo, Japan via World of Radio, via Weibo in China. And the uh, Asian DX review. Now we have some information from a publication called the Eton Shortwave Listening Guide. Eton being a brand of uh, shortwave radios that's uh, quite popular here in North America. Uh, the Eton Shortwave Listening Guide is written by Fred Osterman of Universal Radio, and uh, this is a new edition of the publication. First about foreign language shortwave stations. Fred says, as would be expected, English language broadcasts are in the minority on shortwave. An incredible assortment of languages can be found on shortwave at any moment. This would include stations transmitting their national language to inform and connect with their citizens living abroad. This is particularly valuable for those living or traveling to a country where the media is controlled, restricted, or censored. And with some World Band portable radios smaller than a pack of cigarettes, this is a must-have item to have along. Other stations with a political or religious message want to transmit in the language of their target audience. It makes sense that if you're beaming your transmission to Burma, your programming should be in Burmese. Many non-English language foreign broadcasts are targeted to the U.S. to entertain and inform their citizens living or traveling here. These, usually strong signals, provide a great way to keep your foreign language skills sharp. Foreign language broadcasts beamed to North America include Arabic, Cantonese, Creole, French, Japanese, Korean, Mandarin, Portuguese, Romanian, Slovak, Spanish, Thai, and Turkish. Many uh, European and North American governments have come to view shortwave radio as old-fashioned and no longer useful. They have changed to web streaming, satellite feeds, and, to a lesser degree, local FM station relays. All three of these methods can be censored, jammed, filtered, or eliminated by an authoritarian regime. This has happened countless times in recent years. Shortwave and amateur radio get through when communications infrastructure is interrupted by war, weather, or political interference. The People's Republic of China still sees great importance in using the shortwave medium to share their perspectives and opinions with the world. They currently have daily programs, this is China Radio International. They have programs daily in Albanian, Amoy, Arabic, Bengali, Bulgarian, Burmese, Cantonese, Chaozhou, Chinese, Croatian, Czech, English, Esperanto, Filipino. French, German, Hakka, Hausa, Hindi, Hungarian, Indonesian, Italian, Japanese, Khmer, Korean, Lao, Malay, Mongolian, Nepali, Pashto, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Romanian, Russian, Serbian, Sinhala, Tamil, Thai, Turkish, Urdu, and Vietnamese. One large Chinese manufacturer produces over one million shortwave radios per year. Beijing is talking, and the world is listening. China clearly understands that not everyone in the world has an iPhone or an Internet connection. Now, domestic shortwave stations in North America. The U.S. and Canada have private, non-governmental shortwave stations that carry a variety of interesting programming. Some American shortwave stations also relay foreign shortwave programming to provide a stronger reception for North American listeners. Here's a look at these domestic shortwave stations. KNLS in Anchor Point, Alaska, transmits religious programming to the Pacific Rim in English, Russian, Chinese, Arabic, and Portuguese. You can find more information at www.knls.org.
2: of the world and from the beautiful region of the indian ocean this is your new life station broadcasting over the air and online welcome to the saturday edition of the english hour
0: kvoh in los angeles california where ray robinson is uh, provides religious programming to the americas in english and spanish they use 9975 kilohertz you can get uh, more information at their website www.voiceofhope.com Rancho Simi, Los Angeles. The United States of America, broadcasting on frequency 9975 kilohertz in the 31 meter band.
1: And now the good news for today. From Psalm 99. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble.
0: WBCQ in Monticello, Maine. Uh, The Planet, they call themselves. They have a state-of-the-art transmitting facility that offers a variety of programming worldwide in English. Their website is wbcq.com.
1: Keeping the dream alive, this is WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, USA.
2: This is the planet,
1: here for you, WBCQ.
0: WEWN in Irondale near Birmingham in Alabama transmits Catholic religious programming worldwide in English. They also have Spanish programming and their website is EWTN.com. It's EWTN.com.
1: Radio Católica Mundial. Desde Birmingham, Alabama, Estados
0: Unidos, de W.I.N.B. from Red Lion, Pennsylvania transmits religious programming in English on 9265 kilohertz. The website is W.I.N.B. as in boy.com. WRNO in New Orleans, Louisiana, transmits religious programming on 7505 kilohertz. Their website is wrnoworldwide.com. Then there's uh, our station, uh, WRMI in Miami, uh, with an extensive transmitter facility in Okeechobee, Florida. Radio Miami International broadcasts uh, services for a variety of commercial and religious clients. WRMI also retransmits programming for other shortwave stations, including Radio Prague, Radio Tirana, Radio Liberty, Radio Slovakia, Radio Taiwan, Radio Ukraine, Rye Argentina, and the Voice of Mongolia. Uh, the website is WRMI, as in Radio Miami International, dot .net. WTWW in Lebanon, Tennessee, transmits primarily religious programming to the Americas, but additionally runs Oldies Music and programs dealing with amateur radio. Their website is WTWW.US. Italy, Switzerland, Austria, Slovenia,
1: Croatia, Hungary, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Serbia, Germany, Greece, Poland, Ukraine. Proudly serving the planet from the United States of America. With 100,000 watts, you're hearing 508.5 WTWW, Lebanon, Tennessee, USA.
0: As I walk this land, the
1: broken dreams, I have visions of
0: wwcr in nashville tennessee which transmits wave scan uh worldwide christian radio they have religious content transmitting worldwide and their website is wwcr.com
2: mm-hmm. From our studios in Nashville, Tennessee, we bring you Ask WWCR, a bi weekly program that discusses the operation of WWCR and various topics of interest to all shortwave listeners. Ask WWCR is hosted by WWCR's Operation Manager, Brady Murray, and by WWCR Frequency Manager, Dr. Jerry Plummer. And now, for the broadcast around the world, here is the current edition of Ask WWCR.
0: And WMLK in Bethel, Pennsylvania, it is operated by the Assemblies of Yahweh, now testing with a Siemens 375,000-watt transmitter on 9275 kilohertz. And they can be found at WMLKradio.net. From Canada, the most well-known shortwave station is CFRX in Toronto, Ontario, they relay the local station CFRB 1010 AM, but they relay it on 6070 kHz shortwave. It's 6070 with one kilowatt low-power station. The station broadcasts news and talk.
1: Here we go. Hey, now. Hey. Hey. Turn
0: on the rush with Reshmi Nair and Scott MacArthur.
2: This is Smart Speakers on News Talk 1010 Toronto.
0: Well, that information comes from the Eton shortwave listening guide by Fred Osterman of Universal Radio. And you can um, go to their website and see the uh, items that they offer for sale at universal-radio.com. That's universal-radio.com. Now, let's go to Bangladesh. Here's Salahuddin
2: Dolar. Dear listeners and radio hobbyists, welcome you in July 2022 edition of Bangladesh DX Report in Oviscan. This is Salahuddin Dollar from Rajshahi, Bangladesh. Glad to be back and thanks for listening. The receiving log of different radio station, July 3rd, 2022. Radio Free Asia, Bhaya Kuyar, Tibetan program, O M and while talking was heard at 1021 UTC on 13860 kHz, the SIO code was 333. PBS, CJ1, Tibbatan program, OM announcement was heard at 1130 UTC on 7225 kHz, the ISI code was 343. Radio Saudi International, Urdu service, discussion between OMs was heard at 1100. 47 UTC on 15120 kHz, the cell Code was 333. 3, 3. PBS yunnan Minority Service Playing Song was heard at 1134 UTC on 7210 kHz, the Code was 444. 4, 4. Adventist World Radio Bhaya KSDA Agat Guam Chinese service, OM's talking about Jesus Christ was heard at 1150 UTC on 15 to 10 kHz. The SIO code was 444. Radio Free Asia, Tibbatan service, while talking was heard at 1152 UTC on 15 to 65 kHz. The SIO code was 333. July 4, 2022 SLBC, Hindi service, film song was heard at 0, 0215 UTC on 11905 kHz, The code was 444. 4, 4. KNLS, Mahaganjila, Madagaskar, English song was heard at 0, 0219 UTC on eleven eight. Eight zero kilohertz. The ISI code was 333. All India Radio, External Service, Nepali program with Hindi film song was heard at 0,225 UTC on 11,560 kHz. The ISI code was 444. Radio Sadai Jindegi, Al Dhabba, Dari program was heard at 0,230 UTC on 9,880. 95 kHz, the code was 333. 3, 3. Myanmar Radio, OM's talking in local dialect, was heard at 0, 0, 0234 UTC on 9730 kHz, the code was 444. Bhoyas 4, 4. of Turkey, Uyghur service was heard at 0, 0240 UTC on 9465 kHz, the code was 333. 3, 3. Radio Forda, Udonthai, Persian program, OM uh, reporting on Lebanon was heard at 0, 0245 UTC on 17800 0, 0 kHz. The SIO code was 555. Radio NUG, discussion between OM and Wales in Burmese was heard at 0, 0250 UTC on 17850 kHz. The SIO code was 444. 4, 4. We want to thank Mr. Pradip Kundu from India for sharing his log with us. If you have any comments and suggestions and send your reception report to the following email address dxbangla at the rate gmail.com dot dxbangla at the rate Okay, I will come with more DX news in the next edition. Till then, take care. Salauddin Dollar, Ratshahi Bangladesh.
0: Thank you, Salahuddin. Houdin. Well, thank you for listening to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio, researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson. Next week, PBS in the Philippines on Shortwave and our Australian DX report from Bob Padula. Several QSL cards are available for this program. Send your AWR and KSDA reception reports, four-way scan, to the AWR address in Thailand, I'll give you in a moment, and also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa, or to IRRS Italy, or to the AWR relay stations that wave scan. Remember, too, you can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air. Here in the program, they will also verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The email address for QSLs from Adventist World Radio is qsl at awr.org. The postal address for AWR QSL cards is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong. that's P-R-A-K-A-N-O-N-G, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. Again, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand and the email address for other correspondence to wave scan not reception reports is wave scan at awr.org I'm Jeff White at WRMI in Okeechobee Florida USA till next week good listening everyone